I've never seen anything like that. In your life have you seen anything like that? Am I recording? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Oh my god. So, yeah, I'm running on Diet Coke tonight. I'm running on beans. Beans? I just ate, uh, yeah, because Sarah's out. Sarah's out hanging out with some friends tonight. Um, so I was left to my own devices, so I lifted. And then I ate, like, an entire can of, of beans with, with, like, a big-ass thing of chicken and, and onions with garlic. So, so you it's going to be you didn't go real light. interesting in here. No, I didn't. I needed some, I need some, I need some bean. Uh, I was like, we're going to get busy tonight on this podcast. I need some bean in here. There's nothing energizing me like beans. Well, speaking of background noise, uh-huh. um, I have a fan going behind me. Do you, like, hear it at all? I hear nothing. Well, that's good. Do you hear Mackenzie mouth breathing right next to me? No. She's like, <gasps> it, it, it is hot in here. Mm-hmm. And like, there's two things that I'm very stubborn about when it comes to utilities. Like, only two. Number no. one, number one rule is I don't turn on the air conditioning in April, no matter what. Rule <laughs> you number two, 90 out. <laughs> yeah. Rule number two is I don't turn the heat on in May. I want to have two months. Where it's like I'm not using either. You sound like, like you sound like Sarah. Well, this She's is like coming that. from a person that like you know I live day to day, so mm-hmm. any little break in utility bills is is like a celebration for me. I instead of uh, having the air conditioning on, I just have Mackenzie here breathing old dog breath in my face to cool well, me down. Awesome. Yeah, like it's <laughs> like an oscillating fan, but smellier. <laughs> Should be oscillating your what bean parts here in a little bit. Is that, is that rabbit poop I'm smelling? Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, welcome everybody to another episode of the Poor Golfers Podcast, episode seven. Um, if you noticed, like when I first started doing this, I was naming them episode one, two, three, four, five. I think once I got past the fifth one. I'm not naming them now. They're just going to be names. We've 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 crossed the the um the probationary period for this podcast in my eyes. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, so yeah. passing passing five episodes made us a full time full time podcaster. So we have that's a little, it. We're 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 leveraged in now. That's right. Yeah, and we everyone have, knows Star Wars. Star Wars got good at episode seven, Dan. Everybody knows that. Don't even bring that. Don't. <laughs> We don't we don't talk that stuff on this podcast, uh, we, but we don't do that here. Okay, start talking about that. It's gonna be yeah. down the shitter. Okay. Yes, let's avoid. That's like avoiding. You know, it's like it must be talking politics. No, talk God, please. No, I can see. No, I can see you get. I can see you no. like your face getting flushed as soon as I mention episode oh. seven. I can see the hate rising. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah. Dude, no, the only no, thing no I'll say is, it's like how badly the. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel truly was botched <laughs> what makes me mad is is like i don't know if and you watch here we any, go i'm just gonna say this one thing yeah okay I, I, do you watch any of the mcu movies what is an mcu marvel cinematic universe iron man Captain oh America, yeah Thor. i've seen them yeah. yeah oh i'm sorry i don't know the, i'll know the flashy lingo but yes i've seen your, oh your super God. superhero movies they did so i mean for people can say whatever they want about them, but the storylines are freaking amazing on them. And they carry it through like 20 some films and they pull that off and Star Wars can't even pull off three movies. And I'm going to close it at that. That's it. Okay. Moving on to golf. And that's and all rant. I have to say about that. And rent. <laughs> we are doing a poor job of getting off to a good start on our actual golf podcast. <laughs> Just to, to, kind of throw this out there we we normally record this on sunday nights but someone had to go and get a their second COVID shot on saturday oh and botched the entire schedule up so yeah. now we're actually recording on tuesday night that's crazy that was like the first time i've like intentionally gotten that sick i mean besides drinking alcohol obviously <laughs> <laughs> i think you'd rather drink alcohol though at least like you enjoy yeah, the, the process. I want a different kind of shot. I want different kind of shots, not that kind of shots. <laughs> <laughs> Jägermeister. Jägermeister. I'll take the, the tequila vaccine. <laughs> I'm all about 
I'm all about the first and second dose of the bourbon be vaccine. Like, you'd be like, Jay, yeah, exactly. Or Jay, Jay will give you the Grand Marnier uh, shot. So he's going to bring that up for our golf weekend, apropos Is golf. he? Oh, yeah. It's like, it's his, it's like drinking Kaboom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Kaboom, gonna, the cleaner. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know like if any of us are going to be like standing after that. Like, because... I know you said you don't drink very much now. No, like never. And I don't, I drink a little bit, but not like, not like that. I'm I'm sure there's going to be the whole like year worth of alcohol consumption is going to take place in the course of three days. It's going to reset your golf game. It's going to reset your golf game because you're going to forget all this bad juju. It's, you're going to do, you're going to do a hard reboot. This is the hard part. Dude, like the, the hangover is going to be the hard part. Dude, you're like, hold I, the power button I, down for eight, eight seconds. Like, I, 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 told, I told Tim off camera that I literally had the worst round of golf in my entire life last, last night. <laughs> and the problem I had was is that I decided I was going to be yeah. proactive and, and go on YouTube and start studying golf yeah. swings. You did it I to yourself. And I proceeded to erect <laughs> my entire poor golfing career. Yeah. A new, a new, a new definition of poor. <laughs> it was, it was Those things like are was, no good for you, Dan. They're no good was, for you. It was like I was in the Sarlacc kid that you will learn a new definition of pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah. Was, Hopefully you'll be burped out like Boba Fett. Oh, Oops, I said this, alert. this is the late, <laughs> the latest that I've ever, like in my life that I've ever come close to actually breaking a golf club. Like Man. when I was young and I didn't care and I was stupid, it was like whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, now it's like I'm an adult and I'm like, hey, wait a minute, these things cost money. Yeah, and now you got to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. So I like I like I think that the sixty degree took the brunt of of the oh no, of Dan smashing. Oh, Dan, that's Dan smashing. Yeah, that's the one you can't smash. That's that's your that's your best. I mean, friend. it it's it's not my best friend. Like. That can be your best friend. I'll, I'll be completely honest. No club was my best friend last night. <laughs> Even the putter, like my steady Eddie. Oh, that's bad. My my I was putter. Say your was, putter betrayed you. Yes, it was like a a level of betrayal that I've never felt in my entire life. <laughs> it was. Oh. I know it was you, Fredo. Like that level of betrayal. It was like the level of betrayal when you when broke Obi- my heart. It was like the level of betrayal when Obi Wan <laughs> saw Anakin on the, the security holograms. Yeah, killing younglings. Younglings. <laughs> That's what it was the like. Sith, the Sith it, not join them. It, it can't be. It's impossible. It <laughs> You're watching your putter going across yeah. the screen. <laughs> oh my uh, god! Can you make can you make like a video of Anakin doing that, but like using a putter instead of a lightsaber? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh if i had like you know that... i because you know i can't <laughs> yeah we've seen your attempt seen my adventure my adventures in photoshop adventures yeah in I'm, I'm waiting for you to contribute to the instagram page you, yeah, you, you kind of are like excited and you, you you're like yeah i'm gonna do this and then it was just crickets yeah 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 i'm still working <laughs> on that on that one Adobe by the end of the year. <laughs> Adobe beat you to a pulp on your first attempt. It did. It did. I was just like, "Why won't you do what I want? Why you disappoint me?" It's like me with Microsoft Word or any Microsoft product, because <laughs> you can't like you can't move anything anywhere you want. Like you have to follow by Microsoft's rules. Like See, the paper clip like, comes. The paper clip comes out, and you're like, "Ah, ah, ah! You can't do that." <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Uh, we're not sending to the spectrum like you you're like sarah too because sarah hates microsoft products because because of the same reason you hate them um but obviously she like, loves like adobe they make you into an idiot it's like you can't do that that doesn't make sense in our algorithm you have to put yeah. it right here I love and it, it has to be exactly this size <laughs> i'm an artist man give me yeah. some space <laughs> can't shackle you microsoft cannot shackle you let me breathe can't shackle man. your creative genius let me breathe man <laughs> oh. we're really getting this podcast like i don't know i'm trying to think if there's any other rants i can get off my chest before we actually get on top oh, of you got here. loads of rants as long as i mean 
notwithstanding going down the the terrible rabbit hole that is Star Wars rants, which I'm sure you've probably got 15 lined up that you've just been like boiling away at your at the back of your cerebellum. Maybe you know. I met a golf rant. <laughs> maybe it's you know we're doing this on a Tuesday, so it's like yeah. the work week has started. So now I'm like in that frame of mind. Mm-hmm. Normally we record this on a Sunday. It's like I'm just kind of like yeah, yeah you're real chill. Talk. You're like yeah. yeah. Yeah, get me in my work mode off. get yeah. me involved with work for a little bit and it like wakes everything up you're like on the weekends you're like who's that guy who used to do the paintings like on the weekends in the morning and uh bob ross bob like, ross happy yeah. little tree <laughs> you like the bob, bob, bob ross on on the weekends on like for podcast Dude. but now you're like you you have an edge to you're very edgy right now i like bob, it. Ro- bob ross sucks and he, <laughs> what you say about bob ross no he you know what he's amazing but it gives you this false sense of hope that you can paint like him. Well, that's how like, I fucking feel about Adobe, Dan. It's like he'll, he'll paint a little tree and they'll do like four strokes and there's like a perfect yeah. tree with a little snow on it. Yeah, exactly. And, and if I try well, to Adobe do it, to me. That's Adobe to me. Adobe's Bob Ross. It's just fucking with my head. I see people do amazing things. Like, oh, great, it's easy. And then I get in there. It's like... You need to embrace Adobe because... I'll, I'll so get there. Anything in the design world revolves around Adobe. Now. I know, I know. I'm get. I'll get there. I'll get there. Speaking I'm of complete mental breakdown. <laughs> speaking of putters, <laughs> and my yes. putter let me down. Here we go. An actual golf topic. What would it be like six, six, seven minutes in? Six, seven minutes in. Yeah, exactly. We finally got to golf. <laughs> uh the 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 good old tried and true anchor putting rule is which was uh-huh. already put in place a couple of years ago is rearing its ugly head again and causing a lot of concern and debate and, you know, huge controversies in the golf world. Yeah. It's, 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 very, it's very core. What are we even doing here? <laughs> is golf even a thing anymore? Do we have any direction? So to, to, to basically recap the, the anchor rule, it was basically put in place in 2000, was it 2016? You did your research. I think, yeah. Basically, what happened was people were using longer putters and they were anchoring to like parts of their body. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where would Nick Faldo say that they were anchoring them to? <laughs> oh I'll my. Like, oh dear. <laughs> doesn't quite fit in there very well. <laughs> but but I'll, okay. I'll shrug it a little off and I make it fit. <laughs> We can't do that to Sir Nick. That's too much. No. So basically, you can't have the putter resting against any part of your your torso region. Yeah. Whether it's your 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 chin, your chest, your abdomen, your left buttocks, your <laughs> whatever. The knee bone, the hip bone, and yeah. And a lot of people weren't very happy without that. And the, from what I've read, is golf the PGA was very like hesitant on changing that rule and then all of a sudden like all these anchor putters started winning majors and then when like that kicked in it was like oh oh, wait a minute we got to back off of this we got to we got to stop it so they stopped it and that was a few years ago and now we're back in it again because of your buddy who's one of several but because you know the one of several yeah there's a few of them out there doing yeah but the nobody he's the most prolific though i think nobody the light doesn't burn on hotter than anybody else just because of his own doing because of mr yeah the shampoo oh it's rant time here comes the rants (laughs) i feel the rants i got a mean case of the rants coming so you know the controversy is that when he uses these long putters he's basically anchoring against his forearm creating another point of contact now i don't whether you know you're in a sports world or like in my world with cameras, we talk about points of contact to um, keep the cameras, st- you know, mm-hmm. create a certain amount of stable, you know, stable camera movement and stuff like so that. So if you're not needing stability, me, I'll close down. Stability. stability. <laughs> you were dance- you were dancing around. It. I was like, is he gonna get there? <laughs> He's so close. I was dancing around like like I was yeah. in the club in '95. <laughs> 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 and my glow it. sticks and everything <laughs> stability so anyway stability mm-hmm. you know you you create a certain many points of contacts with with the object that you're holding it's going to become more stable now 
my personal opinion is that the two points of contact for a putting or any golf club should be your mm-hmm. two hands. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, maybe that's just me. And I, mean, I don't is that, like... Is that what the, the rule is explicitly stated? I mean, I mean, it, it seems obvious, right? Your hand, two hands are the point of contact. Is that what it explicitly states in the rule? Yes, but the rule doesn't say anything about it resting against your forearm. The rule only yeah. states about it resting against part of your actual torso, your body. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, it's a, a gotcha ah! thing. Like this is, like there's, there's literally, I looked it up. There's an article, like three ways to, to cheat the, to beat the anchor ban. Mm-hmm. And that's rule number two. What's, what are the other two then? Because I mean, that's, that's like kind of, a, I don't want to say it's an obvious one. It's actually not that obvious, but like now that you've seen people do it, it's, it's obvious. Like that's, that's a way around it. But what are the other two ways of getting around it? Rule number one is basically like the the band never banned the equipment itself, but just how you hold it. So these long mm-hmm. putters, you can still use them, but you had to like um, the number one. Let's see what they saw. They say drop the anchor, which is basically where you hold one hand at the top of the club and you hold your other yeah. hand towards the middle of the base. So like um, if you were to like kind of like hold it towards the top hand near your chest and then like rest your wrist against your chest. So essentially like you're stabilizing your wrist and then you use like the, your hands are the only two points of contact, but you can still like basically get the benefit of, of the. Yeah, I think technically your without. your wrist is not supposed to reach against your body, but still you're. I think it's still supposed to be like it's all, all about the chest, man. I think like Deshambo, like he's my he's one of my like uh, you know I've got some I've got such such beefs such beefs about him because like <laughs> because of his ridiculousness and and kind of like the pseudoscience behind what he's doing and and like the re like he like he like repurposes other people's ideas and presents them as like this this breakthrough idea like you know hitting the hitting the ball Smoke far is helpful and, you know, the shit. and like you know. You know, if you act, the way he swings is basically a copy of like how the long long distance drivers have been swinging for a long time. So nothing new there. And the the whole like so so like the arm lock putter like that's actually is something like new. And I'm not sure like I'm not sure who he got it from or if he actually like cooked up this notion himself. I kind of doubt that he cooked it up himself given his track record. But like he's the most yeah. prolific, like he's the most prolific guy. You know, Will the Stick is out there doing it too, and he actually <laughs> has talked about how much it's improved his putting doing it. And I think that's like, you know, it's it, it it violates the spirit of the rule itself. You know, there's the spirit of the rule is is to have like your hands freely as the anchors because it it creates like uh you know more instability to use the opposite the obverse of the word you were searching for before the instability <laughs> to like to like keep you know around these two these essentially two two like points of like locuses in your hand so you know you're eliminating one of them essentially you just have one and then your arm is able to just move like a pendulum perfectly so it's obviously a violation of the of like the spirit of the rules even if it's not a violation of the rule itself and i'm wondering like when they're going to have to ban it specifically, like uh, they're going to say you can't arm lock putt and define what arm lock putting is. Well, you know, it's funny because I don't know what causes some golfers to call out other golfers, but mm-hmm. our, our, our angry, you know, yeah. angry hothead, Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel. He's the one that's calling them out. The American psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like, what do you think? Why do you think that it is that golfers call other golfers out? Um, oh, there's a lot of like personality stuff. Like you, you know, because golf is like so polished in a way. Like you don't get to see a lot of like what these guys obviously know each other pretty well. Like they've been playing together for like a long time. They all have like reputations, and I think um, you know there's a level of frustration too. Like Billy Horschel's had that frustrating like. Uh, you know, frustrating experience at the masters. And so part of it, and, and he also caught some heat for it. So I'm sure like, I'm maybe not on a conscientious level or maybe it is, I don't know the guy at all. Maybe he's like, would like to deflect from the, the attention that he's getting lately, the, the not so good attention, but I'm sure that also, you know, these guys, some of them just don't like each other. No, sir. And I didn't if like it. they get pissed off enough or whatever, if something happens, they're going to like, you know, throw, throw things out there like this because everybody <laughs> it, it's been obvious, like Bryson's been doing it for uh, over a year, like at least probably like two years. So any time before now, it could have been called out. 
But now that like, you know, Will Zalatoris was doing it at the Masters and Billy had like a shitty collapse at the Masters, he's probably like got a little bean in his bonnet about it. So he's probably it's, got it's, his, it's having his it, rage. It's, it, he's, he's just straight hate. He's bro. just hate. <laughs> but, but I mean, at, at some level too, like, I don't know, like, it'd be nice to see like how much arm lock putting improves like your ability to putt because like how much does anchor how much does anchor putting like we saw like i think you mentioned like okay a bunch of wins happened at majors from people who are doing anchor putting but like you know contrary to that they also lost you know they also didn't win a bunch of tournaments anchor putting like did they did they win that tournament because of anchor putting or they win it because they had it they the rest of their game was good and their anchor putting was just the same as it'd been otherwise well i have some interesting statistics for you oh Uh, shit you're gonna bring statistics up in this up in this house well some interesting factoids let's let's do that all right i'm not gonna go into statistical you're you're, you're my world baby that's (laughs) i just want you to be in my world with adobe i don't want to go into Mm -hmm. your world no um when they talk about like i found an article um i hate it here <laughs> Did you hear that here, idiot? Yeah, is that a giant it? mosquito trying to fly in your window? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, they're talking about um when the anchor rule was put in place and some of the more prolific golfers that were using it, and it's basically breaking down how they were before and how they did mm-hmm. after the ban. Ah, um in my mind. Keegan Bradley, who they said who was the basically the rule was made for. Uh-huh. Um let's see here. He went. Oh my goodness! Too much information. Here. Putting would be like the most obvious measure, right? Yeah, strokes gained. Yeah. yeah. So he went before when he was using the anchor putter. He uh, he was a oh, crap. There we go. <laughs> I might have to add, I might have to add part of the on on the money, Dan. I, I I have a lot. There's a lot of freaking information here. I should have broken it down into a. <laughs> into an actual like list mm. so his sir if you'll not be needing me i'll close down for a while he went he... <laughs> oh. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get this right and i'm just i'm just, I'm just, just messing it up more yeah. this is a lot like what your golf game was like yesterday <laughs> yeah exactly it was like i had some great ideas and then i dove into it and it's just like it's plant. <laughs> yeah um anyway he went from a you know he was ranked 10th in his career after mm-hmm. the uh band he dropped down to 128th in strokes game Ouch. putting okay well there's one so a huge that's one observation yeah drop off <laughs> yeah um number two uh, webb simpson he went Webb. from he went from 34th in strokes gain in 2014 to 165th Ouch. the following year. It hurts. Following Ouch. the anchor ban. The anchor ban. A lot of what about some, some recent stats? What about Deshambo over the last couple of years? Well, let's the, the third one, Ernie Els. Oh my god, um, Ernie Els. He, he was he was doing great and then apparently um, after else. that, he became he he went through the world of the golfing yips, the yips, <laughs> the yips. Oh God, not <laughs> a, the yips. A horrible case of the yips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he finished number one into the in a I quote the article in a an abysmal one hundred and seventy third in strokes gained putting. Wow, one hundred seventy third. That's a huge drop. <laughs> That's pretty bad. So obviously this ban had an effect on these dudes. Yeah, on those guys at least. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, how long has Bryce been using the the arm lock? I want to say uh, it's been at least a year because I, I I watched him doing it at first, and I, I'm like, and some and some of the golf commentators actually brought it up that he was arm lock putting, but uh, I was the first, I, I watched him doing. It, I'm like, uh, are you allowed to do that? Because it doesn't seem like something you'd be allowed to. Because first of all, Mr. Robotic Domo Arigato, uh, he's he's like he, he's like so robotic about everything in his golf game 
Um, and then it was just like, it was just like arm lock putting fit him perfectly because it made, turned him into even more of a robot where he looks like, he looks like, so like, so like stiff and like unnatural, like when he's, right when he's up there, putting. it doesn't look like he's like, you know, fluid and, and like, he doesn't have any, his any joie de vivre about his, uh, about his golf game. <laughs> I, I, if, if we're talking about Bryson, I, I firmly oh, believe, yeah. I, I think he had his freaking elbows fused straight <laughs> if, you, if you watch his anything he any kind of swing mm-hmm. he does now his elbows are locked so tight it's like he's like put yeah. like like he literally fused them like he can't bend his elbows now he did he probably he probably that's the next thing he's going to come out with he's going to have titanium plates put into his elbows <laughs> at, at this I, ca- I carefully calculated the angle that my elbows needed to be fused i just walk around like this now but you dude, know, like a mummy, <laughs> dude. I picked up three po- three miles per hour in my three miles my per hour. Speed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I have my launch angle is now like one degree better, more optimal. Yeah, exactly. And then then like five hundred thousand golfer bros, be like bro, bro. So elbows fused. <laughs> obviously, he's a big offender of this. Yeah. Um, Webb Simpson is still using the lock. That's, he went from the anchor. To, oh, to the, Webb's desperate. The cheat code. The he's the desperate. Web, the, Webb can't then, putt. <laughs> and then our buddy Will the Stick. Will the Stick. And he just, Will just started doing it too. Maybe like, I think it was like six months to a year ago. Like someone, I think someone brought it up to him. He was talking about it um, at the Masters. He was talking about how, he, how he'd switched over to, to the arm lock and how much it, it helped him out. But here, what do you, what about Scott, your boy Scotty Scheffler? Like, do you think he'd finally putt well if he, that, that'd be like, that to me that'd be a, that'd be a great experiment, a great natural experiment. We give we make we make Scotty Scheffler arm lock putt and see if he can actually sink a putt. No, because they'll just be getting his hopes up. Because as soon as he <laughs> adopts it, they'll ban it. Yeah, but that's the that's the joy of being like we. Well, if you're like an economist like me, that's the joy of being one is that you get to conduct these experiments on people's lives. This is people's <laughs> lives here, man. Like a mad scientist, like like the mad scientist, you know. Only you know. This Without like, like the the bubbles in the glass. Oh, goodness, you literally <laughs> want to ruin crazy. people's lives for sake of an experiment. It's interesting, at least, right? Yeah, <laughs> I can't hurt yeah, any. I, I Scott, listen, Scotty Scheffler's already hurting himself. Maybe we can just give him a few more, a few like moments of joy. He can win a tournament. Dude, like I love, like I don't know what it is about him, but mm-hmm. maybe it's just his like his attitude a little bit because he's kind of like an. And all, sh- you know, he's kind of funny. He's like all shucks, mm-hmm. whatever. He's kind of like a, a younger, more like slightly more exuberant version of uh, of Dustin Johnson. <laughs> well, anybody's slightly more exuberant than Dustin Johnson. <laughs> My favorite yeah. thing about the Masters is uh, yeah. is the um, sandwiches. But yeah, I I don't know. Um, I think you think. How I mean, it seems like everybody's talking about this now, so I wouldn't be surprised if some kind of ruling was put out. It's made the net, you know, it's like this is like the story in golf right now, other than I blame Billy Horschel and his star power because this was it was when we were talking Billy about the Hill? Masters, he scooped us, <laughs> the bastard scooped us. I was like, we were talking about it, I think before the Masters or right at the Masters, uh, because we're talking about Will the Stick, and I was I mentioned, I was like, I have a topic about Will the Stick that I want to bring up, and then. God damn it. Two weeks later, everybody's <laughs> talking about it. I'm like, ah, all right. Maybe we and need Billy to find Horschel. Billy Horschel and find him and stuff his head in a golf bag like he likes to stuff his clubs in a golf bag. <laughs> that was like, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking of you like freaking out of the golf course yesterday. And I was actually thinking of Billy Horschel because like he was like, that's like, no, I mean, he's rich, so it doesn't matter as much. But like the way he was like like slamming his clubs in the golf bag was like kind of cracking me up because it was like a really half-assed freaking out because he's like grabbing each one individually like slamming them down like you can't hurt a club like that like if you want to get mad you take a club out and you start swinging at trees uh so that's what I was picturing like <laughs> dude you're gonna go for it, man go all in you snap man. it over your knee you snap that club over your knee you bend it around your forehead yeah you hulk out on the shoulders with it. Like, don't be don't be a bitch about it. Bro. That's, a, like, that's what I mean. He was like a total co- bitch. He's like grabbing his like, Oh, you were naughty. Oh, you dirty club. Oh, like he was getting dirty. That's why he's like the American Psycho guy. 
Um, but that's what I was picturing you, like, getting angry at your clubs, like, but not wanting to damage them, like you were doing the Billy Horse where you were just like, I'm so mad, and just gently slamming the clubs. No, I, I, was go- I was going harder at it yesterday. <laughs> but there was some clubs got slammed. A um, couple got tossed, lightly mm-hmm. tossed. Not lightly like the tossed. fawn, like, chucking it. <laughs> like a Caesar salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, but it fell out of my hand, but it was yeah. like. 15 yards that way 15 yards that way yeah it exploded out of my hand the force uh, mm-hmm. it's rough I, I i was digging the china a couple times because i messed up a shot and then i'm like <laughs> so there's like a couple divots were flying all over the place oh my god it was bad Dang, of course like sergio because the thing was i was like having like a great day before that here we go and I you mean, left go- like golf wise or just like you were having a just, great day just like it was a good day at work like it was beautiful mm-hmm. out was like this is awesome <laughs> nice out. i get to go play some golf and literally i was mad like for the next two hours after i got done playing mm-hmm. like i was driving home angry just like cursing out people for no reason <laughs> like good old golf good old golf it's like Remember me, it reminded me of something you said earlier. It's like, why do we like pay to torture ourselves like this? Mm-hmm. Put ourselves through such mental trauma. Yeah, but sometimes then you f- you finally get to the Zen moment where like you no longer get upset. Like you f- you somehow find like you, you what is that thing I want with the force and the force form? <laughs> you you finally <laughs> find that like that Zen chi moment where you no longer care about bad shots and then you don't make bad shots anymore. You just like in the moment swing the club and you don't think about anything. You know, you're just thinking. You look at the, you look at the green. You look at your ball. You're not thinking of anything else in the world. And somehow, like it just happens perfectly, and the ball flies there. You, you never think about your swing. It's just the swing that was built inside you from the moment the universe started. And I did not get to that point last night. <laughs> yeah, I clearly, got, clearly, you did not reach that. That moment. I got to the point where, like, I stopped <laughs> slamming clubs, where mm-hmm. I was just like an effort attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the last hole, I. I was chipping and I chipped it over the green and I basically just walked and picked the ball up and left. Like I didn't even finish the hole. Peace. I'm like, I'm out. Peace, bitches. I'm out of here, son. Yeah. Out of here, son. Yeah. Nah, son. Nah. Nah. <laughs> exactly. That's like that uh, that was a moment that was that was a sound like that was playing through my head uh-huh. that very moment. <laughs> Y'all think it's a joke? Yeah. Yeah, think it's a joke. Speaking of strongly about arm lock putting. <laughs> no. First, I mean, like, I I don't like this. This brings up another thing I wanted to talk about in this podcast was the what is it about the putter that it's so unique and it's like there's like 50 million different variations of it and it's like every other club you in bag is like here's an iron it has to be this long it has to be mm-hmm. this loft and that's what you go with you mean the other thing you might have like changes in the loft a little bit you might have changes in the grip and the, and the shaft a little bit but mm-hmm. it's not fundamental changes like Mm-mm. it's like you see a putter it's like it's like literally like every single person has a completely looking different putter on. Them. There's that's the only club in the bag that is like 100% like psychological because what it is is a lump of metal on the end of a, a stick that you gently swing towards the hole. Uh, you know, like it, it's not like, the, you know, when you swing a driver, there's there's technological advances. There's there's, you know, there's a lot of energy going on there that to be controlled and, and bent to your will. But with a putter, you're just like very delicately rolling. So it's like, it's like completely psychological. So for some people, like a putter that feels great to them, for whatever reason, it feels great, like the way like the sound or the contact, the way it looks or the combination of all those things. To another person, it has the it has none of that, like it, it, it doesn't feel right to them. And like, it's it's really like it's a, just a flat surface on a metal weight at the end of a club like that you're going to very slowly swing so it's like they're not really dramatically different from each other and they're but but they can have like a world of difference just on the way it feels to someone so it's like completely in your head like that's what i mean it just seems like it's one of those things where you're completely overthinking this shit you know yeah well <laughs> I, I, I like you know like I think like you everybody should go out there and like and like maybe close their eyes or or not think of anything or 
try when they try out putters and, and like don't listen to anybody's sales pitch like if you feel great like remember dad putted with like he putted with like the the fucking um like putter from a putt putt and but he was a good putter like he was actually an excellent putter and he put it with that like fucking putt putt putter it doesn't Dude, matter it doesn't matter the, that's the putter <laughs> i had it i got it from pop pop when i was younger it was literally a putt putt putter yeah, it's a putt putt butter because it doesn't matter. Like yeah. if you if that if you look at that and feel confident, like it doesn't fucking matter what it is. You can use a putt putt putter and putt as well as anybody. Or you can spend three thousand dollars on a on a carefully weighted mumbo jumbo putter and you know, you know, and then you'll feel confident in that. It's like it's like this placebo effect thing we talked about again, but it applies to everybody now instead of just like, you know, before we talked about it applying just to like duffer golfers who were using high-end equipment that didn't really matter but they play yeah. better because they're more confident but the putter is like that but for everybody it applies to pros and everyone alike it, it doesn't matter you know all this all this like mumbo jumbo stuff doesn't matter because at the end of the day it's like you're not you're not hitting it very hard it's if it feels good to you it's all about the feels baby it's all about the the putter is 100 feels there's yeah. nothing special about putters like the counterweighting and all that like you're not swinging it hard enough for that to matter but you look at like you know, the I, I think this whole this variation putter thing is a, a very recent thing. Like if you look at like mm-hmm. 50s, 60s, 70s, even 80s, like you don't see a lot of this, you know, long putters, claw grip, mallet yeah. style crap going on. You know what I mean? Mallet style crap. <laughs> yeah, I do know what you mean. It's it you know, and, and you see people changing it up all the time. Like DJ has like I think he has like five different putters that he goes through and it's just, it's just like what he's feeling at any given point in time. And he'll use that putter. But like, I think Phil went from like a classic putter grip to using the craw, the craw, the craw, putter Putter grip, but like somehow in his head, like that just works for now, you know, that makes him feel more confident. And that's, it doesn't matter, you know? And then you got people like Tiger Woods that literally have been using the same putter for like, you know, twenty years or something. I, he switched. Yeah, it up, yeah. He switched it up a little bit because of his back issues, but I think he. Yeah, he switched like, it so he could practice longer. Yeah, so I mean, but I think he only played in a couple handful of tournaments with a different one. But I yeah. think, like you know, seventy-eight of his you know eighty-three wins or whatever he's got. Or all with that one putter, Scotty Cameron. Scotty Cameron, baby, that was probably like three thousand. That's probably more. That's probably like a ten thousand dollar putter. Yeah, it's not. (laughs) It's not a putt. It's actually solid gold. It's actually made out of solid gold. It weighs fourteen pounds. (laughs) I want to see a golfer go out there with a putt putt putter. Yeah, I would like instantly come up. I would become an instant fan. Like I don't care how bad they play. I don't care if they're ranked like three hundred in the world. I would follow them just because of that. If I ever, uh, if I, if my golf game ever improves and if I can join the senior tour, Dan, I'll, I will, I will play with a putt putt putter. Now I was looking at, um, never going to happen. <laughs> Maybe we'll both be on a senior tour. Yeah. They'll lower their standards a lot. <laughs> Tim smash. Tim smash. <laughs> Tim smash. <laughs> I'll still use that the same driver too, Dan. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> Give the older harder golfers a heart attack. Yeah. What the hell was that? <laughs> I was looking at um right now the top twenty putters on the PGA tour. I was looking I was I dove into the I did a little bit of a slight deep dive and looked at the top ten putters. A slight deep dive. A slight like I just sl- I <laughs> I just put my feet in. I didn't dive in all the way. <laughs> it's I, deep. I, I, but I in the deep want, end. You just yeah. put your feet in, but in the deep end. They're not touch they're not touching the ground. They're floating, baby. <laughs> you don't know what's gonna happen, man. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to dive all the way in because I don't want to be like too scientific about oh, this crap. Mm-hmm. But um out of the top ten putters on tour right now, only three of them are using the mallet style putter. And the other seven are using traditional, you know, wedge style bananas. Yeah, like I like I looked at them and they all pretty much have traditional grip, you know, mm-hmm. number uh, except fat grip. Yeah, I think uh, 
the top well the top three you got patrick reed's number one jt's number two and justin rose is number three justin rose obviously uses a longer putter with the Mm -hmm. i think he might use a claw grip yeah Um, the one one thing that i found funny and you're probably not going to believe this guess who's ranked number eight in strokes gained right now you say scotty scheffler i'm not going to believe you it's the other one they're going your 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 boy, the tiger. No, no, it can't be Tony the Tiger. He's ranked number eighth right now. He can't strokes. be ranked number eighth. He is. Buddy strokes game putting? Yes. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. With an average true. of one point seven. How is that even true? Yeah, but he you know what? I can almost see it because it's when he's under pressure that the putter like it fails him. But it's just like hard to believe because like, you know, that's just, that's just that's gonna be a tough pill to swallow. It's like I want it to be true. I want Tony I want Tony to succeed so bad. Dude, you're a stats guy, man. The stats are right there. <laughs> stats don't I can't lie. lie. Yeah, I can't lie. To, I can't yeah, this this is this must be true. It's just like uh I wish the, we should we should we should uh we should actually split this metric into like uh strokes gain in high high pressure situations versus low pressure maybe like on final days on on Sundays and <laughs> then, then we'll see gain. we'll see a different we'll see a different story we'll see Tony gains strokes but when the pressure's on Tony loses strokes yeah maybe Tony like pads his stats on Thursdays and Fridays puts yeah, his does. ass off but then on Sunday comes around it's like he's heartbreak God, yeah i don't know what happens heart. with him he's just like sundays are no good for him it hurts some fierce maybe that's true know. that might be the case because i i don't i don't pay attention to putting that much on it doesn't really shine a light fully until you know the weekend yeah yeah i feel like if you're if you're if you're leading if you're in the like if you're leading in strokes gain putting, then you're probably going to be at like the top of the field for like best players on tour because so many of your strokes come on the green. Yeah. So I, I don't yeah. know. I, that might be a step you might have to investigate a little bit more. And yeah, I want I want, I want access to the raw data so that I can do some of my own analysis here. <laughs> who do I got to, who do I got to talk to about this? You, you need to get your Where's whiteboard an API? involved. We need yeah. the whiteboard involved with this. I'll get it. Yeah, I'll we'll get, get it you up. on camera and you're going to break it all down. Like, <laughs> right here is this. And- <laughs> yeah. We're going to calculate some conditional probabilities here. Conditional oh, no. means. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, has there ever been outside of work that's like, can you like really talk stats about statistics about? No, like uh, my specialty is like so esoteric that there's nobody even there's not even many people at work that I talk that I can talk to it talk to them about. Like most basically, like my my um my peers in my in like my area are mostly in Erlangen. They're in Germany, so that's when I those are the people I get to talk to talk nerdy stuff to talk <laughs> talk nerdy to me baby <laughs> you're, you're, you're german nerd pals yeah oh yeah tell me about your moment generating functions <laughs> well, you're you're like your higher ups don't like really like yeah tim whatever as long as it's working no they no they want to see results yeah they, that's yeah. like they want the results it doesn't matter how it happens as long as the, the results are robust <laughs> robust don't, to change <laughs> don't show me how you bake the cake just give me the cake yeah just give me the cake baby i just wanted the cake i don't want to know i don't want to know how how it works i want to see the sausage made <laughs> nobody wants to know how to sausage. that's one of that made. juicy sausage <laughs> sausage and brown sausage and scrapple nobody Tim, wants give to me know that how juicy sausage made. <laughs> scrapple baby it's the best oh better poor than, youth, better than pork, poor, better than poor, pork roll poor euthanisms going on over here today that's right <laughs> you say that's better right. than pork roll yeah i did there's a rant for you <laughs> no 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 we can't do that right now we got to talk about golf my, my brain talk my about brain hurts I, I started bleeding <laughs> out of my left ear when you said <laughs> scrapple is better than pork roll yeah the whole, your, like, stomach, your stomach got angry at me. It was like I heard it gurgling. I was like, <laughs> million, millions of voices in South Jersey cried out in anger. No! And it disappeared. I'm, I'm from <laughs> Delaware, Dan. I got I live in Delaware now. I got a rep scrapple. Yeah, you're Rapa. It's a scrapple. Yeah. Do you at least put it with you see it with syrup? No, I didn't even you probably it. Even, you, 
I just see, I just see like, like cookie dough. <laughs> I get a big spoon, Dan, and I just eat it like cookie dough. You mean you're supposed to cook it? No, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. I form it. I take it out and I form it like little dinosaurs, and then I bite their heads off like I'm playing a game. <laughs> I like I like to pretend I'm a giant. <laughs> I get my T Rex on, baby. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I cook it. I have it with syrup. Sometimes, sometimes cat catsup. Catsup. Yeah. At least you said syrup. I'll give you a little bit of points for that. Yeah, smear it in sugar. <laughs> but I'm not a ketchup guy, really. I don't like ketchup that much. What? On a on a side note, if we want to get in another rant, there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like ketchup. I like, like ketchup. I what like about ketchup. a hot dog? Do you put ketchup on a hot dog? I put spicy mustard on a hot dog. But no ketchup too? Just mustard? No, just mustard. <laughs> that's, spicy your mustard. that's your German ancestry. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing I like ketchup on is like French fries. Right, um, well, and, maybe, and maybe I'll put it you on a... You put mayonnaise on your French, fr- French fries? No, my mayonnaise, my mayonnaise addiction has, addiction has limits. <laughs> Okay. It, it doesn't literally go on everything. It goes on almost everything. Dude, they but... love they love they love mayo on fries in Belgium. It's that's like what a, I heard. It's like a national thing. I can't. No, that's that's too much. I can't do it. Yeah. I feel I like, like my... it's coming back out of my pores. I, like I don't, I sweat I don't, oil. I don't. I don't dip anything in mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is like a condiment you put on something else or something you mix <laughs> in something else. It's not meant to be eaten by the spoonful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, it just doesn't work that way for me man you'd hate belgium <laughs> i hate them already i do like their waffles but <laughs> those waffles they're everywhere it's amazing they're probably not even from belgium no they are it. there's there's are waffles li- in the vending machines like they, they have stroop waffles in the vending machines so like in the warehouse i go out to the vending machine and it's full of fucking waffles like ready-made <laughs> like, waffles damn yeah they, they're like they're like little ones i'm like damn i'm hungry i could really use a snack what what there's literally like like i, I was uh, i just landed uh i just i just landed from from denmark and i was walking through the warehouse and i was like fuck i'm hungry i need to eat something i'm like all oh, i'm woozy what where's the vending machine like okay here's the vending machine and like, yeah, it's like it's all waffles it's all waffles i don't well i don't want waffle <laughs> are they like are they like i thought it was a joke i was like holy shit like waffles are really big in belgium i thought it was just like i thought it was like like you might have thought like a cliche or something a cliche yeah i thought it wasn't true but no waffles are huge and in in brussels waffles huts like up and down the streets on every street corner there's a waffle hut wow that's that's dedication right there like are the waffles like in the vending machines like little things are they like the uh the yeah, pizza like, like back bucks. to the future part two where you like put it in the thing <laughs> and, it, and it grows up into a full-size waffle yeah, yeah, except except that never happens it just stays like a hockey puck waffle <laughs> and i think they've been in honestly i think they've been in there for years like i don't think that they have a shelf life i think that they're those waffles are made of some type of material that is like indestructible so those waffles have sat in that vending machine it was like a sad vending machine tucked underneath in a stairwell too like in a dark stairwell so it's like the lights were flickering. So I'm like, like a, like a, like a, like a fiend trying to get my waffle fix in a dark stairwell. There's got to be like waffle purists there too. Like, I think like where we grew up at, we're kind of seafood purists. Like, no, oh, we don't, yeah. we don't need a Red Lobster, or we don't, uh, you know, no, we yeah. don't need an Olive Garden. Like, I'm still, a, I'm still a snob about seafood. I've always been, and I, yeah. I, I can't like, I can't do Red Lobster. I can't no. do it. I just can't. Nope. Um, I can't do Olive Garden either. I'm a snob about lobster. Yeah, you had Joe's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm having Joe's this year. I've already yeah. determined I'm going to have. All it. right, I'll, I will have Joe's with you. Yes. So. And here we are talking about food. What was that? Yeah, now putters. Because <laughs> <laughs> waffles are about the feels too, you know. You yeah. Right down to it, waffles are just pancakes. No, that's... well, you know, a good a good putt is like a good waffle. It's just like it melts in your mouth and it makes you feel good. It's mm-hmm. slow but satisfying. There you go. I don't even know what way to bring way to bring it back around, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> like a true pro. <laughs> that was like a boomerang that I threw out there like fifty minutes ago and it just came back. <laughs> yeah, I almost forgot mm-hmm. about it. 
Yeah. It's like um another Back to the Future reference where the first one, when a car goes a minute ahead in future, mm-hmm. and they're like, it should be coming back right about now. And they have to jump out of the way of the car. <laughs> that's what it felt like. And here like. it is. That's, that's it. Yeah, the putters just arrived back back to us again. Thank you. Back to back to putters. You know, I still have my putter. Like I, I bought a new one that I was trying to get used to. But then I, I just went back and used the putter that, I, that I've had for like, I don't know, 20 some years. And I put much better with it. It's just like it's just like a feel thing. I look down and like I swing it and it just I just swing it back and forth and it feels right. I will say this. The putter that I bought last year does have a lot better feel to it than the putt putt putter that I would use the it for the past <laughs> 20 or the wood, years or the wood one the wood shaft one the, the pop up did pop, pop yeah you have pop yeah up i had the wood shaft one, one. Oh man that thing's amazing <laughs> it's actually not bad but i feel like i have more control with the latest yeah. putting technology you were draining i mean when we played together last year you were really draining some putts with that new putter i know if i if i get on a tear i can do pretty i can do some damage with it but mm-hmm. except for yesterday Except for yesterday, then you just did damage. You just did damage to the course with it. I just did damage to my my mental health mm-hmm. and my confidence. I my confidence dipped about twenty points down. <laughs> my score went twenty points up, and my confidence went twenty points down. You know, it'd be a great. You know, it'd be a great business. Uh, like just like therapists waiting out in the parking lot of golf courses. They could probably do a decent like side business. You know. After they finish yeah, their round, they just set up like like uh like Lucy from Peanuts. They just set up like. The therapist's hut, like little hut right there. And you come up and drop your money and tell me about your problems. Yeah, it's like, you know, instead of having like the you know, the vendors going around selling hot dogs and beer, it's like they're <laughs> they're therapists. Psychiatrist out there. Yeah. Out there. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take some uh Valium, please. Uh yeah. You have any Valium? <laughs> They'll just offer you like, you know, maybe a 10 minutes of like positive encouragement that you can jump back out on the course and you don't suck you're great yeah yeah that's right <laughs> i'd say this is a great idea dan i think it's something we, we should, should capitalize, capitalize on yeah yeah and li- i've never heard anybody say anything about this no do you know how to be a therapist at all i don't know anything about <laughs> i mean I, I could be a good listener i don't know how well my advice would be <laughs> like fraser crane yeah yeah pull up, you just roll up next to him on the green after they miss that long putt like i'm listening <laughs> <laughs> i think i think what a proper therapist does you just keep asking questions yeah well, how, how did that make you feel oh that's interesting <laughs> what did you think Maybe about you that feel like shit <laughs> but why did you feel like shit? Why did I like shit? What kind of question is that? I missed. Look, this isn't about me. This is about you. I'm trying to dive into you. <laughs> Dan, I'm you're cut to, out for this. You're trying cut to understand. Out for this. Maybe I could. I can. Yeah. That'll be my my uh, my my side hustle. And that will be. For, yeah. Forget about shooting music videos or trying to make money off a podcast. I'll be a, yeah. a roadside golf. I'll be a course side psychiatrist. In five years, we'll see you with the Masters. <laughs> Driving around out there, they'll probably make you wear one of the overall overall or suits. You know, I'll invest like a ton overall. of money into getting Phil Mickelson to sponsor me, and say a couple of things about <laughs> Phil me. Needs, on Twitter. Phil needs it. Phil needs you. <laughs> he needs Dude. someone to to give him some therapy on the course. Exactly, mm-hmm. Mike. Phil, let me just tell you right now, the uh, the calves are not helping you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be the bearer of hard truths yeah. here, Phil. They need to be deflated. Hit bombs <laughs> and attack. They need the about man. like five psi let out of them. <laughs> the calves are not helping your brain. You're you're losing. Yeah. Focusing your brain is going straight to your blood's calves. rushing from your brain down into your calves. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, like. Is it just me, or do I do I have more energy tonight? You have a lot of energy. Do you, do you notice the difference between me between now and on Sunday night? Yeah, that's what I said. You're Bob Ross on the on the, on Sunday nights. You're just like real mellow and calm, and yeah. Today you was, got your ed- today you're edgy, dude. I was like really tired. Like I literally went on the couch and like fell asleep for like 15 minutes before I came on here. And I, I don't know that camera came on. We started talking about Star Wars, and it was like. <laughs> dread like kicked in and it hasn't let out yet no yeah you're gonna go like punch the wall for a little while after this 
<laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like the droids in like um the Mandalorian right before Luke shows up, where they're just punching the door. The door. <laughs> do, do, do. That's what I'm gonna be like. <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> oh man, I have, I feel pretty good right now. I think you know. I think it's about that time we wrap up this podcast, but I agree. It can only go downhill from here. I know it's, it's just, I don't want to be this about rants anymore because I could see this going down a, a dark road that, mm-hmm. we, can't, that we can't escape we, from. We can't come back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think we both agree that the, this whole locking forearm putter thing is a bunch of BS and it should. Ooh. Yeah. Bunch of Bryson BS. Yeah, anything to anything to take Bryson down. BS might, now uh, stands for Bryson shit to me. <laughs> this is some this is some Bryson shit. <laughs> Dude, that is we're coining that from now on. Coined yeah, that's what BS means now. Oh man, that's that's a sound bite right there. It's gonna mm-hmm. make it on the rotation. Yes. Got it. <laughs> I'm hoping Got as we it. go along, like you know, I love putting the sound bites in. But I want to make more of the sound bites like custom to what we do. Yeah. Number one, because it helps me from getting in trouble with copyright people. <laughs> Johnny Law. Yeah. <laughs> law don't go around here, Law Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard you the first time. <laughs> <laughs> don't start quoting me on Tombstone, man. I'll, oh, I'll man. That, that, now there's a rant. All right. Now, now you're right. Now it ends. Yeah, I don't think anybody can rant about Tombstone, man. No, it's classic. Rant about how great it is. <laughs> <laughs> how it's better than Unforgiven. Oh, oh, no. oh, here we go. oh no, Dan! All right, no, 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 no. Hey, it was at least it was better than Wider. Hey. I'll say that. <laughs> oh my god, that's a big hot contested debate on the internet. Is Wider versus Tombstone because they basically came out the they basically came out the same time and are both about Wider. Not even not even in the same category. No, not even the same league. I mean, no, I'm not I'm not a huge Kevin Costner fan. Like, I like I like not Tim like convincing Wider. I like I like Tin Cup and I like Bull Durham. Yeah. Um, but you know, other than that, I've never really been a huge. He doesn't have the, the smoldering. Uh, like Kurt Russell has, like a you know, a smoldering anger that that's that's more of like that's that's like Western justice right there. That that yeah. like, quiet smoldering anger. Well, I mean, everybody can agree that you know, Wyatt Earp. Was, I mean, not Wyatt Earp, but uh, Doc Holliday, played by Val Kilmer, was the star oh, of that movie. Oh yeah. Dude, that where where how have we got how have we gotten here? We've talked about uh, golf like for half of this podcast. I don't Episode know. Seven was slightly about golf. I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna end this, and I'm gonna take a quote from Tombstone, said by <laughs> Mister Doc Holiday, and apply it to golf. And basically, I'm gonna end it on this. It seems Mister Shambo is an educated man. Now I really hate him. <laughs> i do hate them yeah oh gosh and i hate where this is going we gotta quit it man end scene uh yeah fit cut Cut. it cut Cut. it (laughs) cut me mick (laughs) shut it down down. all right (laughs) i'm gonna take this energy somewhere else but um like i said i tag it every week we're on twitter poor golf podcast even though it's not a poor podcast, poor golfers podcast. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we're on a Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and several other, all of your other favorite streaming platforms. We're also on Instagram. I'm trying to get Instagram more involved. And Instagram's getting a little bit of feedback. I want to appreciate everybody that's following on Instagram, and hopefully it continues to grow. And hopefully Tim will uh, get up to oh, speed God. and start com- start contributing to our Instagram account. Yes, hopefully. But That'd be amazing. <laughs> I will not hold my breath right now. But eventually you will succumb to not. Adobe and you will follow its ways. <laughs> you can do it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, folks. We will see you next time.